Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Wabi Sabi Wellness. My name is Jeanette, and I'm your host, and I'm so excited that you are here with me today. Today's episode is going to dive into the planets and what they mean, but before we get into it, let's do some general housekeeping. So let's go over the moon transits, astrology of the week, and the tarot card of the week. Before we dive into that, though, I just wanted to touch on something that just like blew my mind when I recognized this. So as we all know, we had a lunar eclipse in Scorpio this past Friday. And this past Friday, my husband also had the final surgery in what was a two-ish year journey. Unsurprisingly, or maybe surprisingly, this journey for him started on the original Scorpio eclipse that happened in November of 2021. So as we no lunar eclipses talk about cycles ending and releasing and letting go so that we can go on to new things. So I just thought that was like a really interesting, like not coincidence because I don't think it's a coincidence, but just like another little nod of astrology being real. So there's that. For the moon transits of the week, the first one starts Monday, May 8th at 6.30 p.m. Central Time and goes until Wednesday, May 10th at 9 p.m. While the moon is here, the moon is going to be in Capricorn. And while the moon is in Capricorn, it's really wanting routine, balance, grounding. So I kind of love this moon for the beginning of the work week. On Wednesday, May 10th at 9 p.m. until Friday, May 12th at 1130 p.m., the moon will move into Aquarius. And Aquarius moon is making you feel like you want to just like march to the beat of your own drum and be your own person. This is a moon transit where you might want to be alone, but also surrounded by others. So a really great day for you to go out to a movie by yourself, or maybe take yourself to a cafe and people watch. Friday, May 12th at 11.30 p.m. until Monday, May 15th at 3 a.m., the moon will be in Pisces. While the moon is in Pisces, you might be feeling a little moodier, or not really moodier, but more emotional. You might be more reflective. I would say um, it's a really great time for you to be around close friends. It's a good time to just like let go and talk about what's happening in your life. For the astrology of the week, the biggest thing happening is Venus is officially in Cancer until June 5th. So Cancer is the sign of nurturing and Venus is a sign of love, relationships, and beauty. So this is a time for us to nurture our relationships. For all of us, the relationship we need to nurture or focus on is going to be different and that's going to be based on your rising sign and where Venus falls in your chart. If you're interested, I do have a post up on Instagram about what this might mean for you. With that in mind, this weekend is quite romantic. Venus will trine Saturn in Pisces, so it's a really great time to be with your person. The other vibes for the week, Tuesday is very confident. Wednesday, we're feeling really creative, but we might not be feeling like we're acting on it yet, so just jot down whatever comes to you on Wednesday. And then, like I said, the weekend is just really quite a romantic vibe. And last but not least, the tarot card that I have pulled for the collective this week is Judgment. Judgment is ruled by Pluto, and you will find out later on in this episode that Pluto rules the unconscious, the things that are happening behind the scenes. So with this card, my question for you or my prompt is to reflect. Um, This card brings up a lot of self-reflection, so I want you all to look at your actions as if you were an outsider. How would you feel about them? How are you treating yourself and how are you treating others? So just a thought for you this week. 
With all that being said, let's dive into today's topic. So today's topic is the planets. We are also going to be touching on the sun and the moon, which are obviously not planets, but very, very, very important to astrology. So everybody has their planets in different places based on your birth chart. And one thing about the planets is that it gives a little more flavor to your birth chart. So even if you and your best friend are both Virgo risings, there's a very big chance most likely that you have a lot of your planets in different houses, which can kind of flavor your chart differently, despite having the same rising sign. So let's get into it. The first one I'm going to talk about is the sun. So the sun is obviously a light, it is bright, and it lights up who you are, especially towards others. The sun in astrology governs our identity and our personality. This changes about every month. So, you know, whenever we change from Taurus season to Gemini season, that's when the sun has moved um, signs. The sun is ruled by Leo, which if you think about it, makes a lot of sense because Leo is all about big personality and showing up to the outside and things along that nature. The next one we're going to touch on is the moon. So the moon also lights us up kind of like the sun, but in a different way. So when we think about the moon, we think about our internal self. So lighting up who we truly are versus our external self as the sun does. So the moon gives you a lot of input into what your emotions are like. It also talks about our intuition, our comfort, and what truly brings us security. The moon changes signs every two to three days. So if you think back to the beginning of this episode, I go through the moon transits and the moon is ruled by cancer, which is all about nurturing and intuition. So now we're going to dive into the personal planets and the personal planets are Mercury, Venus, and Mars. The reason that these planets are called personal planets is because they move at a much faster rate than the other planets do. With that being said, they're able to contribute more to our day-to-day lives and things that happen to us personally. The first planet we're going to talk about is Mercury and Mercury governs communication, intellect, travel, thought processes, and reason. We are currently in Mercury retrograde, so that means that communication might not be coming across as we'd like, or there might be hiccups in our travel plans. Mercury changes signs every three to four weeks, and Mercury also rules Gemini and Virgo, which makes sense because Gemini is a sign of being chatty and communicative, and Virgo is very much a sign that loves routine and reason. The second planet we are talking about is Venus. So Venus is the planet of love, beauty, relationships, aesthetics, and harmony. And Venus changes signs every four to five weeks. So we are currently just about to change into Venus and Cancer. Or actually, we already have by the time you're listening to this episode. Venus rules Taurus and Libra, which also makes sense. Taurus is a sign that is all about working hard so you can play hard. Um, And Libra is all about balance. The third personal planet, the last one, is Mars, and Mars governs passion, energy, power, courage, and our sexuality. Mars changes signs every six to seven weeks and rules Aries, which makes sense. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and if you've listened to earlier episodes, Aries is all about like having the energy to start something. It's very passionate. It has a lot of power around it. The next two planets we're going to touch on are what we call social planets. So they are not necessarily fast moving planets, but they also are not slow moving like the generational planets. These planets kind of link up our personal planets to our generational planets. So these two planets are Jupiter and Saturn. 
Jupiter is the planet that governs hope, luck, optimism, and abundance. So all of the great things. Jupiter low-key is my favorite planet, and I think a lot of people's favorite planets. Jupiter changes signs every 12 to 13 months and rules Sagittarius, which makes sense if you think about it, because Sagittarius very much has like the glass half full kind of mentality, very optimistic. On the other hand, we also have Saturn as a social planet. And I wouldn't say Saturn is the opposite of Jupiter, but it kind of sort of is. Saturn governs challenges, structure, law, and restriction. I like to think of Saturn as the teacher planet. If you've listened to the episode about Saturn returns, you know that Saturn gives us lessons, but not always wrapped up in a pretty package like Jupiter might. Saturn changes signs every two to three years and rules Capricorn, which makes sense because Capricorn is very hardworking, very straightforward, very much likes things put in place. So the last three planets we're going to talk about are those generational planets, the slowest moving of them. So you might have the same or most likely have the same three generational planets as other people that you went to school with because they move so slowly. So the first one is Uranus and Uranus governs liberation and change in the world. Uranus is very eccentric and very rebellious. This planet changes signs every seven years and this sign rules Aquarius, which makes sense because Aquarius is the eccentric um, sign of the zodiac. Aquarius is very much about change for the world versus change for the one person. The next planet is Neptune, and Neptune governs our dreams, our intuition, and our imagination. And Neptune changes signs every 10 to 12 years. The sign that is ruled by Neptune is Pisces. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, and Pisces is very dreamy. Pisces very much likes to daydream and think about things and be creative the last planet is pluto and pluto governs rebirth transformation death and evolution so a lot of the darker things pluto changes signs every 12 to 15 years so this is the generational planet this is the planet that everyone in your generation is likely to have um, all the same and pluto rules scorpio and as we know scorpio is also a sign that talks about the darker things. So there are all of our planets. There are a lot of other pieces to your birth chart, such as your Chiron sign, your midheaven, and all of those other things that we did not touch upon in this episode. And I promise you all, we will be getting to those sooner than later. Next week's episode, I'm so excited for you all to listen to. I had the pleasure of interviewing Emma Howarth, a writer and author who actually wrote one of my favorite spirituality books and who is currently the horoscope writer for glamour uk which is just uh, my dream job so super excited for you all to listen to that next week the quote i am leaving you all with this week is kind of a long one but i thought very interesting um this is actually a quote by carl Jung, and here it goes we are born at a given moment in a given place and like vintage years of wine we have the qualities of the year and of the season in which we are born astrology does not lay claim to anything else so just something to think about um, earlier in the episode, I started talking about my husband's surgery and surgeries and how they all lined up with a lot of the Scorpio eclipses and how this journey for him started on the Scorpio eclipse. I think astrology really helps me to understand why things happen, um, and accept when things happen. So just something for you all to think about this week. I really do not think that there is such a thing as a coincidence. I think that everything happens for us for a reason. 
um, and maybe we don't understand it in the moment, but I think it's all for our higher good. If you all are enjoying this podcast, please share it with others. If you want to write me a little review, please do. I'd love to hear it. And always, please keep listening to this podcast. Um, It makes my heart so happy when I get a DM where someone tells me that they really connected or learned something from this podcast. If you have any suggestions on subjects or topics you want me to go over, feel free to pop them on over to me. You can find me on Instagram at wabi.sabi.tarot. And as always, I hope you all take some time to look within. Thank you.